Welcome to Entrench, a 21 Pilots podcast. Hello, local dreamers. Welcome to Entrench. My name is Anna, and this is episode 9, Air Catcher. Make sure, as usual, you have listened to the song beforehand and are ready for an in-depth analysis of track 9 off 21 Pilots. Hello. How's it going? You know, the usual question. A loaded question in 2020. I am doing pretty well. I'm excited to finally be recording again. The stretches between podcasts has been killing me, but I'm doing what I can, I promise. I was going to record last week, and alas, I got a headache. So you know, health comes first, always. Yeah, so today we are talking about Air Catcher, and let me tell you, I normally will listen to the song a couple of times before I record, and I just did, and let me tell you, because I already said that, this song is creepy, and I got chills, and the more I listened to it, the creepier it felt, and this is actually one that I haven't heard a ton of times, and clearly was not paying enough attention to the lyrics too, because, ugh, shudder, Satan is creepy. Are we ready to dig into this? No? Okay, well, I'm not either, but here we go. <laughs> so, I feel like I always start out with a laugh, but hey, that's, that's what I'm here for, just breaking the ice with a laugh, I know. It's been a while. I feel like I have to break the ice. So here we go. (laughs) It starts off with some piano clunks. I feel like this album has a lot of that. Just piano clunkiness. It's very like dissonant and I love, I love those moments when you're listening to music in headphones where the sounds are coming, like alternating the headphone that's coming through. It's just a whole experience and I love it. So it fades into this full body sound and it's very, it's all like a minor key and it kind of just makes me feel that like, you know, it starts off with just piano kind of meandering around, like thinking about something, thinking about something, and then it just falls into this full body sound, kind of like it's like someone's teetering on the edge, teetering on the edge, and then they just fall into this inevitable pattern which makes sense because the song is all about falling. So the sound definitely sets it up for that. So getting into verse one, I don't fall slow like I used to. I fall straight down. You've stolen my air catcher that kept me safe and sound. My parachute's what got me safely to ground, but now the cord's not working and I see you staring me down. Hello, Satan. So, don't fall slow like I used to. And I feel like we've seen this pattern now in this album where this may be more so just Omas Believer and now this song, which it's appropriate that they're back to back. How the further you go in life and the longer you're alive, the harder things become. And in this song, obviously, the main thing we're talking about as far as falling is into sin and I think it's apparent that you know when you start struggling with things or you first become a believer whatever it might be things are just kind of more slow 
or at least things don't seem, in my opinion, as challenging because you're not as cognizant of all the ways that you sin and the amount you sin. And so you realize the further you walk with God and the further you're walking in your faith, how quickly you fall into sin, hence fall straight down. And it's not quote unquote slow anymore, not that it was before, but just as you gain that knowledge, you start to realize, especially, I feel like we all have a handful of sins that we struggle with the most and the most frequently. And so like, for me, certain things are frustration, control, lust, comparison, worry, and yeah, they're just things that can sometimes even be like a daily struggle and like multiple times a day and yeah, you just realize how tempting and easily they are to fall into Um, and I'm sure you have those sins for yourself as well, but um, we see that in this narrative Satan has stolen the air catcher and it's interesting because we're thinking about parachutes we're thinking about air catcher and it definitely ties into like jumpsuit and levitate and the whole trench album which is crazy I doubt that was intended but also I don't know knowing Tyler's mind I also wouldn't be surprised if it somehow was intended but That was just a cool little thing I thought about how parachutes help catch air, which means you're levitating, and I just love that the first album could be tied to the last album, because that's pretty dope. And oh my gosh, also, I just, side note, because I freaked out, I'm sure you guys know, but um, Tyler just posted on Instagram that he was working on the album. He's like, he just straight up was like, I'm working on the album. So... There's gonna be another one, which means more content for Entrench. <laughs> We're excited about that. So, but also just the fact that we get more amazing music and more amazing spiritual lyricism, metaphors, and symbolism, because that is why I do what I do. <laughs> so, ah, that's really exciting. Anyway, who? Okay, someone needs to catch my air because I'm too excited. Bad joke. Moving on. To me, like, if something is an air catcher, obviously, like, in this instance, I feel like that's a synonym for parachute, and it's really something that helps you glide to safety, so again, it helps that slow fall rather than straight down, like he mentioned, but it also helps you slow down so that you can see where you're going, and I feel like that's significant with sin, and in a way, I feel feel like it could be symbolism, dare I say, (laughs) I don't know why I need to say dare I say, but for the Holy Spirit, Hmm? because also like thinking about jumpsuit, that's like way far away, because that's in the Trench album, but I feel like that song kind of gives me Holy Spirit vibes as well, (laughs) and so it's interesting that like, when I think of Holy Spirit symbols in their music, it's usually things like related to air, or like traveling. I don't know. It's just really interesting. I feel like there's there's somehow like a theme there, but we'll get to that more in like five years. <laughs> so um, I would argue that this could be the Holy Spirit because and or like, yeah, no, I don't even know what I was going to say. 
Um, Because, like, your conscience is through the Holy Spirit. It's not, like, separate. So, yeah, (laughs) that's really all I was going to say. But as he goes on and says, my parachutes have got me safely to ground, this whole portion, just introducing the air catcher parachute, it reminds me of something I'm currently reading through in a devotional, which is Psalm 61, which talks about how, you know, it compares God to a lot of things like strong tower, um, but something that it also describes him as is someone you find refuge in, the shelter of his wings, like a little bird. But I really like that sentiment because similar to a parachute, it's this idea that whether it's like the Holy Spirit here or God, he's watching over you, he's literally physically over you, he's guiding you, and also just giving you that stability and that comfort of knowing that you don't have to worry about your direction or the fall or whatever it might be because he's literally lording over you. I feel like there's going to be a lot of puns. I literally have a pun written on here in all caps because I got really excited. <laughs> but that's that's coming in a little while. Not yet. You'll know it when it hits you. <laughs> what is today? So, yes, that reminded me of Psalm 61, so I wanted to share that. And that verse about taking refuge under the shelter of his wings, I'm supposed to be memorizing that, and I realize I still need to memorize that. So, hold me accountable. <laughs> what verse are you memorizing? So, I am just, I don't even know what mood this is. The last line. But now the cord's not working, and I see you staring me down. Okay, this is like, enter creepy factor, only to be followed by lots of creepy factors. So, the cord's not working. And this to me is like, so if Satan has stolen, not, okay, obviously he hasn't literally stolen the Holy Spirit, so that obviously doesn't in and of itself work, but if he's... Yeah, I don't know how else to describe that. Like, it says literally, like, you've stolen the air catcher. Obviously, the Holy Spirit is never gone once you have the Holy Spirit. So, I understand that. But, I don't know. I still feel like the symbols could work, okay? Just, just believe in me. Because I believe in me. <laughs> so, the cord's not working. The cord, I thought, like, if the air catcher was the Holy Spirit, the cord to me is, like, what makes the Holy Spirit really work and that to me is like the conscience and the desire to repent that the Holy Spirit gives us so we're in very scary rough terrain here because said person is just like I don't want to repent let's throw that conscience I've been blessed with out the window and so now we are scared for this person and you know those moments when you know you're doing something wrong but you're just at a point where you don't care like that's that's terrifying and satan is so happy when you get to that spot because guess what now he's staring you down because he's like i got you (laughs) so yeah that's the that's the very proper professional way to describe that stanza so we move into the teeny little chorus says I won't fall in love with falling I will try to avoid those eyes 
Oh. And this is pretty straightforward with what we've already set up. He wants to fight this temptation. And not only that, but he's setting up this idea that he wants to make sure that he doesn't just fall for falling in sin. Because, as we know, and as the imagery of him falling straight down shows us, it's the quick way out. It's the easy way out compared to the slow time it takes to float down. And when it comes to sin, like, it's so attractive because it's all about cheap pleasures. It's all about instant gratification. And it's all about getting something you desire long-term that you think you're somehow going to achieve through something fleeting um, and something that doesn't last. And that's also just the really, like, tragic, sad part about falling in sin because it's all about those few moments or however much time goes by that, like, you genuinely think it's gonna, like, fulfill some sort of deep eternal desire that you have when compared to eternity it's so flimsy and droopy and sad (laughs) droopy i don't know why i use droopy but here we are so verse two let's let's get away from that wording i feel like i i don't like that word i didn't realize that until this moment verse two I think you would beat the moon in a pretty contest, and the moon just happened to be the very first thing that I missed. I was doing fine on my own, and there wasn't much I lacked, but you've stolen my air catcher, and I don't know if I want it back. So now he's just talking straight to Satan, which I suppose is is progress from just falling straight down. Now he's actually addressing and explaining to Satan who he is and how he relates to the narrator. And he says, I think you would beat the moon in a pretty contest. Which means that Satan is even prettier than the moon. And not only is the moon pretty, but I I don't know, when I think about the moon, compared to sunlight, like, something about it is really entrancing. I think it's just like the glow that it gives in the midst of darkness. It's just very, it's just beautiful. You know, the sun, the sun is not like the moon in that way. There's no glow. I mean, technically there is, but like, no one looks straight at the sun. But it's just, you know, it's very different than the moon's kind of glow. The moon's glow is just very entrancing. I don't know, like, I just remember being a kid and I always loved moonlight and I thought it was so pretty and my family can attest to this but I would say weird things like the moon makes my bed warm. I don't know but (laughs) point being I really loved the moon and I thought it was a lot prettier than the sun. So the fact that he brought up the moon is very relatable to me. I don't know about you but I love the moon. (laughs) Um, Especially when it looks like a toenail. So, the other thing about the moon, though, as we know, is it's like an imitation of the sun. You know, it's still pretty, but the only reason it has that beauty and that glow is because of the sun. Without the sun, it wouldn't even exist. So, 
if we compare Satan to the moon, because we're putting them in the same playing field here, Satan wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for God, who is the Son. Jesus is the Son. So many suns. Literally, what is my mood? The moon just happened to be the very first thing that I missed. We're setting up Satan as being very attractive and entrancing and alluring. Because he is. Because that's what he strives to do all the time for us. And succeeds a lot. But the narrator is saying the moon just happened to be the very first thing that I missed. And, I don't know, for me, I took this, again, back to the sun idea that kind of in comparing this beauty of Satan and the moon, he forgot to remember that whole reality of where that beauty even comes from or the shadow of the beauty that it even possesses because obviously like Satan has some beauty because he is alluring to us but obviously he's not all beautiful and so I feel like to me the second line here just reminds me that the reality of how the moon and how Satan pale in comparison to the real things that they mirror not even mirror but reflect slightly again like those things might seem cool but they wouldn't even exist without the other thing let alone they're only very cheap weak imitations of the real things and they're a lot more fleeting than the real things as well and then he says I was doing fine on my own and there wasn't much I lacked and here's my pun it's like a pre-fall pun he was doing fine before the fall. We were doing fine before Satan said, hi, hiss, hiss. And yeah, like we were doing fine pre-fall. Then he just went and ripped us into the fall. Is it still technically fall? It's like a thrice, a thrice pun. That's not correct. But you know what I mean. So he's tainted our independence and you know, what started out as independence before Satan came along, you know, Adam and Eve were independent and were, you know, trusted by God and used to watch over the garden and creatures and things. In that same way, they were doing fine. They didn't really lack anything. But then Satan came along to steal the air catcher. And I feel like with everything else, he takes something good and he twists it a bit but because it's based in something good it's still really attractive hence why I don't know if I want it back so he took the good independence that we have that we had pre-fall and he twisted it to put some pride and greed in there to want more and he brought us into the fall and so much so that we're confused now because of the way that he twists truths, that he does take truth, and he does take genuine desires we have in our heart that are for eternity, though. They're not for what he tries to use them for, which is important to remember, but he takes those things, and because they're grounded in our genuine God-given desires, and because they're grounded in genuine good things that God has gifted us, because he twists them, they're sinful and they're tainted, but they still have that initial imprint woven into the taintedness so that we get sucked in and we think 
it somehow could replace or be more satisfying than the real thing. Yeah, that is his allure. That's why it's creepy and sneaky and scary. And that's why he's the snake, yo. So, chorus two is the same as chorus one, but it adds a couple lines where he says, Because I'm not sure I want to give you tools that can destroy my heart. Tools to me just kind of means giving Satan access to his honest desires. Like, I feel like walking in faith on this earth is a double-edged sword because it's a beautiful, necessary thing to just grow intimate with God and be honest with God and open about all of our desires. But the closer and more intimate we become with God and the closer that we really reveal of our deep desires and things of our heart, the more we also reveal those things to Satan and the more that he can taint and weaken us by using what he knows we care about most and twisting it so that we fall into sin. And so, yeah, it's this weird thing of the more honest we are with God, the more tools we give Satan to destroy our hearts because he sees that as well. Obviously, he doesn't have more power than God or anything like that, but we have no way of blocking him out from information as long as we're alive on this broken earth where he is present. Like, there's no way for us to, like, shield that from him. As long as we're here, he has access to that, too, and we don't like that. We don't like that. So, <laughs> the bridge goes on to say, and I just really like how it, it goes through the bridge and wraps up because, like always, Tyler never goes down in a song without a fight, and I respect that. So, in the bridge he says, and I just don't say what you want to hear, so I'll write my fears, and I don't believe in talking just to breathe, and falling selfishly. And despite the allure, and despite the temptation, and despite the inevitable falling back into the sins, he also has more to say to Satan, to combat what Satan wants. Because also, in just writing out his fears, he's able to work against Satan in that way of continuing that open intimacy and honesty with God by saying, you know, I'm afraid that I'm going to give him these tools and I'm afraid that I'm not going to want your repentance and I'm not going to want to run back to you, God. And in writing those fears, they're valid, genuine fears, especially as humans and our broken and greedy nature. But just being open with God about those fears also fights against Satan in that way because the more I don't know like at least in my own life I've just found that the more transparent I am with God the easier things get I mean as easy as they can be in this crappy world and like the quickest way for me to just connect with God again after dry seasons is to just break down all the walls and be completely transparent even if it's with fears. And so I really like that he uses writing out his fears as just that symbol of combating the darkness because I think that's really accurate. As soon as we are just honest about the ways that we're tempted, 
that speaks against it as well because that also helps us be on higher alert for those things so we can at least acknowledge and be mindful that those things are falling into our sin obviously through the holy spirit's wisdom but yeah and he finishes that out by saying i don't believe in talking just to breathe and falling selfishly and just acknowledging that while it is an easier thing to do while it is quicker it's selfish and the other great way you can get yourself out of sin and out of just self-absorption is to look outward and to remember what's going to be beneficial for the most amount of people yeah i found that to be really helpful like even with something like lust you know something that you i feel like you think is like mainly just about like you and an issue within yourself I feel like for me the way that my mind works whenever I feel weird or whenever I'm struggling with sin or whatever I always feel better when I look outward rather than inward so if like with lust indulging in lust to me is looking inward because it's like I want this fleeting thing for myself because it's pleasurable for like five seconds or whatever and the best way to combat that for me has been like to think outwardly and think I could do this thing that's really temporary and damaging to myself and to my brothers or I can think of what's going to help me in my future life and what's going to help the other brothers in their future lives and what's going to help everyone's significant others throughout their lives that are like involved with both of me and like whoever I'm feeling lustful about you know Um, and then it becomes like this do I want this thing that's just for myself or do I want this thing that's going to be loving and honoring to like literally like at least four people like there's no question I'm going to choose what's going to help more people and I think that's a big part of the way that Satan and sin work as well is like trying to get you to believe that you just need what you want and you just need what's going to help you but in just sending Jesus to the cross God says no like what's more fulfilling and loving and comforting and joyful is looking out for the good of everyone yeah like I truly believe that to be true like no matter what you're going through if you are struggling with depression if you're struggling with anxiety if you are just struggling with stress if you're struggling with grief whatever it might be i just want to affirm you that the more outward you look the better you're gonna feel if you are just having a terrible day and are not just feeling off sometimes i don't know about you sometimes i just have days where i feel off and it's like almost more overwhelming than a bad day because I don't know why I feel off I just feel off and I had one of those days this past week where I was just feeling really off and disgusting and I didn't know why but I just started thinking of other people and I started asking people what they needed prayers for and just like that like it helped we need our faith for ourselves but way more than that way more than that we need our faith to help other people you know we have to decrease so he can increase and in him increasing we'll increase him to other people isn't that cool 
I love that. I think that's a really hopeful note to leave on and yeah I just love how even if it's not explicitly said the way Tyler N's songs are always just really hopeful even when they sound like they're not like I feel like so many of their songs are the narratives of the songs are like going through battles then even if it's just like one word or two word phrase near the end there's always some sliver of hope somewhere and like a few other songs in this album, the outro is what we've heard before, where they say, I won't fall in love with falling, I will try to avoid those eyes, but now I'm here to give you words as tools that can destroy my heart. So there's also admittance again of like, I have been open and honest about all of this, and that's gonna make it easier for Satan to attack, because he knows all these things that I feel weak and nervous about, but also that theme through this album of how the song ends with not just him singing but a couple other people singing with him and even in that fear of what satan could do to him next just that verbal reminder that we are all going through that with our different sins and again it's looking outward like yeah we all have our different individual sins and some you know i might struggle with things that you don't and vice versa but looking outward like we all have that commonality of fear and vulnerability to Satan and also just freedom and transparency to God with those things and everything just comes back to how we all have something in common and I think that's another good note to leave on with this song is just how wow I completely blanked on what I was gonna say cool it's one of those days it's Friday the 13th. Curses. That's why, dude. That is totally why. So, anyway, I know I had a point, but I definitely forgot it. But maybe if you're telepathy, you know what I was trying to say. Keep looking outward, especially when it's hardest, especially when you just feel funky. And just remember that we are all in this together. Cue High School Musical every time. Satan's creepy. Satan is creepy, but not nearly as powerful or as fulfilling as God. And so I just want you guys to take hope in that. I'm really sad that I forgot what I was going to say because I knew that it was a really other good note to leave on. But never stop being transparent with God because... It's one of the most powerful and beautiful and emotional things you can do. And I know that firsthand. Thanks for listening. I'm just super laid back and chill tonight. And I hope you guys had a good week. And I hope your next week is full of blessings. And I hope that you are able to just keep looking outward and upward as you fight through the rest of the year and into the next we have just really been through the ringer haven't we but guess what we're all doing it together and i feel confident that even if you are struggling right now in not finding purpose right now you are going to and like my dad says the wise words of robert don't worry because next week You'll have a whole new set of problems.
So on that note, I want to hear from you. You can email entrenchpodcast at gmail.com with a written account of your 21 Pilots story or your favorite memory you have related to the band. I will be sure to start reading those at the end of each episode as soon as they start coming in. I'm still waiting, but that's okay. I have all the time in the world, and I would really love to hear from you guys because anytime I get an email, it brightens my day. Um, You can also reach out with an episode request. I don't think I've said this before, but I would love to have you guys on the podcast to talk through stuff with me because clearly I feel like I just get really easily distracted when I'm by myself and lost my train of thought today. So I know you guys are probably smarter than me and have a lot of other things to say that I'm like completely missing. And I'm sure people have a lot more scripture and Bible verses to bring into this than just I am. So if you would like to be in an episode, I have almost all of the songs open. Like I probably have like mm, maybe like eight songs taken literally from the rest of their discography is that how you say that so most of the songs are still open okay here are my other thoughts which honestly I can't remember if I've said this already or not but I also am thinking for the songs that have music videos I'm thinking a music video analysis will be a separate one from the song so if you want to help me analyze a music video please send requests for music videos. And also, I'm thinking for the end of every album, I'm going to have like an album episode where we just discuss like themes from the album, overall just vibes from the album, and I don't know, just any other kind of thoughts we have from the album or even just memories with the album or whatever it might be. I don't know, I just thought it'd be fun to celebrate every album once we finish an album. Definitely for anything, like, I'm fine having up to two people, so even if you think something's taken, like, feel free to request. I would not mind having two people on an episode. As long as you're okay with it, I'm perfectly fine with it. Having the three of us do something would be great, and I definitely already have at least one episode that's going to have two people on it, so don't be shy, like, please. I want you guys to to help me out and be passionate so if there's something you're really passionate about and have a lot to say please email me i would love to have you so if you would like to contribute to the analysis you can also join the podcast facebook group by searching entrench podcast group and you can find entrench on podbean spotify apple music and this is new amazon music So that is really exciting. I'm on four platforms now. Yes, that is crazy to me. Um, I did not think I would even be beyond three platforms. So who knew that I would start a podcast and already be on four platforms in the same year? That blows my mind. So thank you guys so much for listening. And somehow Amazon was like, yo, you're cool. I literally don't know how that happened. I literally don't know. Someone explain because I don't get it. But anyway, I look forward to hearing from you. I feel like I say that a billion times, but I truly mean it, guys. I've been job hunting for over a year, and that's been really tiring and just ugh. But 
this is the best thing I've done and it's just keeping me afloat so much and just isn't that crazy how like the best things can be the things that you just do as a hobby I don't know I just think that's really cool so tune in next time for trap door so I don't just keep talking to you forever bye guys love you thank you so much for listening friends stay alive and remember entrench you're not alone Rhythm. <laughs>